Oh, should we sing the song? Yeah, why not? Oh, sorry, my cell phone was over there. You, you, you could. Um... Oh, I see. No, I want to sing it. Oh, yeah, yeah it's too, okay. too cool an idea not to do. <laughs> Ready? Uh, <laughs> we both got the same idea. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> Well, that happens every so often. Sorry. Watch it down. Yeah, did everyone manage to watch it? Yeah, I watched yes. it last night. Yes. Yes. Oh Excellent. my goodness. Poor rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it really got to you, did it? Well, the book did as well. Yeah, it's just too. so sad. So much blood. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this is the version that everyone talks about when they talk about the animated film. Yes. Yeah, this is the. I, I'm not aware of any other versions apart from the one that came out this Christmas that was apparently rubbish. It was terrible. <laughs> is that the one that had James McAvoy in it? Yeah. And Kylo, whatever, from Star Wars. It had John Boyega in it from Star Wars. Rupert Grint or Greg Wallace or some shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, be good to Greg Wallace. Could do a bit of a gig, couldn't he? Never see him on the TV. Never see him on the TV these days. Hmm. <laughs> So, not, had any of you seen it before? No. no. Uh, which is to say, I saw a very little bit of it when I was, like, eight. Mm, and I saw ten minutes of it about a year ago. Um, when I was eight, it was the bit near the end where he's running towards the farm and praying to Frith. Mm. And he sees the, the sun change in the sky. Um, and that I remember that sticking with me when mm. I'd only seen that. And... Um, when I saw a bit just recently, it, it was uh, the bit with Bright Eyes, the song. Um, him, yeah, following the... Well, we can talk about that. <laughs> um, I liked it. Um, I th- So we've all read the book, haven't we? Yes. Yes. I think all quite recently. You read it every year, don't you, Laura? Pretty much. I haven't read it for a couple of years, actually. Okay. I, I only read it in 2013, so about six years ago now, and I haven't mm. read it since. Okay. Um, but it sort of stuck with me, that book. I really liked it, so I, yeah, a lot of it came back to me. Um, and yeah, I thought it perhaps did justice to it as much as a film could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was amazed how short the film was, mm. given how much there was in the book. Yeah, and it was yeah. not a short book either, it was a long, long mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it it got the spirit of it and it got all the important stuff I think I think so I watched the film once a couple of years ago right after I read the book and I thought it was shit oh, no. <laughs> you notice all the things that they've missed um, and, um, oh that's interesting however having not read the book for a couple of years and watching the film today um, I thought it was a brilliant film I loved yeah. it so I I've obviously forgotten <laughs> wow snippets of a book that I was annoyed they'd left out so yeah no I thought it worked really well I thought they they did mm. capture the spirit of it so certainly they cut down on some of the details but I yeah. thought it was mostly in a way that well it doesn't really matter which way round those two things happened rather than mm. mm-hmm. and they cut out a lot that? of the lore Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we All never had like yeah, stories dandelion yeah, stories just on yeah. that part really yeah Mm. Which is a shame in a way, but again, it was maybe not necessary 
to the plot and it still managed to. Yeah, because mm. in the in the novel they model their new Warren mm-hmm. on the one they've been in already, don't they? Mm. Is that in uh, the first one? I forget what it's called. The the Warren of the Snares. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, that's the one. Where they uh, see they go into <coughs> they they have this huge yeah oh the beech tree yeah the roots the roots and they're underneath the they tree they make this space they? that they can all be in so yeah. they decide to copy that mm. yeah okay and we sort of see that don't we but yeah, yeah but you don't get in an hour story. and a half they didn't go into all of that yeah. <laughs> yeah, they also you don't yeah you don't really get the contrast of why the stories of Ella Rera are not important to the snare Warren. Mm. Which is interesting because they remember how they said that they the stories of Ella don't mean anything to us because mm. mm. um, they don't care about tricks. They don't care, they don't have no need for tricks. Yeah, mm. they just have everything easy. So they prefer poetry about death. And yeah, <laughs> I thought that came across. It did come across a bit. Yeah, there's just a lot more detail in the book about, yeah, it and does. it goes into the poems and mm. why that really upsets Viber and things. Yeah. Did mm. you miss the details from the book, Fernando? Um, I think I did at some point well I realised when the movie ended that they did not have the the mythology and I think mm. well I got the opportunity of knowing about this story without the mythology I hate the mythology when I read the book <laughs> is, this, is this a good thing like mm, I did I did think that the story felt a little bit too simple without the mythology. Okay. Um, but I still enjoyed it. So, does this answer your question? What was the question? I again? think so. Um, no, I think that's that does answer my question, which was um, to what extent did you miss the details? To to what extent did you wish they'd managed to include more details? Only slightly. Uh, yeah, it sounds like. So I I think for me as well, I found while I enjoyed the the background and the lore in the books um, I found it to be the least entertaining part mm. and I was much more entertained the bit during the bits in Watership Down and ha- the, the rabbits having their adventures uh, rather than these stories um, so maybe I, I'm glad that they missed out some of it at least mm-hmm. but it did lose that sense of a, a Real tangible world. Mm. That's true. I think that they somehow expected the people who watched this film to have read the book first because they made some references they, they definitely did not explain at all. For example, they did mention the Black Rabbit of Inlay mm. and never explained what it was. Oh, okay. But then I suppose at the end you see the black rabbit who's been throughout the whole film come for Hazel and take him but away. But wait, that's so. not the black rabbit of Inlay. Oh, <laughs> but it, oh, no, you're right. This is something I wanted to raise. Uh-huh. The black rabbit of Inlay uh-huh. and Ella Herrera uh-huh. are very much two different characters in yes. the book. Uh-huh. And it seemed like in the film they were sort of saying that they're, they're one and the same after all. Um, I, do, I, I don't, don't think they are. I think it was the black rabbit at the end. I don't think it was Ella Herrera. Okay, so in the book that was definitely Ella Herrera. Are we sure? I can't remember. Yeah, I think he says, you know who I am, I'm Ella Herrera, I have a thousand tricks, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Will you come and be with me in my... I need to reread it. Okay. In my house life. Oh, interesting. I thought so, anyway. I don't remember that, but I don't know. I don't remember it not being that, either. Oh, you, you don't remember who came for Hazel at the end? 
Yeah, and the and the memory I have of it, it's the the like the Grim Reaper or whatever the Black Rabbit of Inlay. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm getting confused. But maybe I've got. That it might just be that that's a memory I've overlaid on yeah. reading mm. the book because he says like, "Come and join El." <laughs> yeah. Well, I believe that I'm more of the opinion that it was El Herrera because even though in my <laughs> what I'm remembering of the epilogue, even though they do not specifically say that it is El Herrera, they do mention the they do mention they, they describe his ears that are no longer ears, rabbit ears. They mm. got replaced by something else because when he fought the Black Rabbit of Inlay, he lost his ears. Oh, um, oh wow. So, um, you remembered so much more of this. I think that precisely because they describe his artificial ears, you know who El- that, oh. that it is El Herrera. Who, who is... I don't remember that. That's... that's. I can test. <laughs> I mean... Hmm. We can all. This is supposed to be your favourite book. What it is doing? my favourite book. I know, but I have a terrible Jesus. memory, like a sieve. But I mean, surely we can f- find the epilogue right now. Yeah, Let, let's look it up. Yeah, find, yeah. find out what happened. I don't remember anything about his ears. Wow. There's definitely something about missing ears. Oh yeah, in the story where he goes to meet the black rabbit of Inlay, he definitely yeah, does lose his yeah. ears and has to yeah, replace cool. them with. Yeah. Okay. So in any case, I thought in the film they they really blurred the distinction between mm. those two characters because um, whoever it was was always appearing black, mm-hmm. um, and it was the black rabbit that showed Fiverr how to find Hazel. Yeah, um, which I think in the book it just says that Fiverr has this inkling, right? I think so. Um, I thought that was a beautiful way of showing it. This. Mm. This just dim shadow showing in the way. I thought mm. it was a, a wonderful scene. Uh, mm. Mm. Maybe it doesn't matter. But. I've definitely messed a lot on the subtleties of this. Right. I just thought it was sad the that the rabbits okay. kept getting it says, uh, <laughs> uh, One cold morning in March, a rabbit with shining light in his ears comes for Hazel. That is it. They, is they do not say. They, they do not say who, what rabbit it is. It's just a rabbit with shining light in his ears comes from Hazel, and I believe that it is El Herrera because El Herrera lost his ears, mm. and he now has shining ears. But it doesn't say that he got shiny ears. He replaced them with plants. Well, probably shiny plants. No, they're just normal plants. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Oh my god! It's like maybe it's. I well, need to look into it further. I'll read the book from start to finish again. Yeah, and I'll yeah, get back to you with my interpretation. There's a quiz that we can take. Oh, great. Oh, is no. this on Spark Notes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, give us the quiz. All right. Okay, then. Uh, it's only the quiz from uh, chapter 47 to the epilogue. Yeah. Great. Great. <laughs> chapter 47? Wait, chapter 47? Maybe, yeah. I, I thought there were only 10 chapters. I thought there were only 10 chapters. Uh, it's weird, the, the book didn't have a back cover. <laughs> <laughs> what does Windward do when his nose begins to clock with blood? 
breathes through his mouth, blows his nose, retreats, suffocates to death. What? I did not That's remember. That's a weird question. This is an intense quiz. I think yeah. he breathes through his mouth. Okay. I think he retreated. Oh, retreats. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but how did he breathe? Who sees Hazel? <laughs> he must have breathed through his mouth. The little girl. Big wig, one word, another cat, a little girl. A little girl. Michael said the little Lucy. girl. He got it wrong. <laughs> what does one word do that probably saves the lives of many of the Afrofrans? Kills himself, kills Big wig, surrenders, confronts the dog. This is a stupid quiz. Confronts the dog. Excellent. What does Hazel think that his rabbits should build between the honeycomb and Ephrathah? Between the honeycomb? I think that's a new warren. No, that's what they call their warren. Because the honeycomb is the bit in the middle where they all come to. They nickname it honeycomb. So a wall, a moat, a monument piece, another warren. Another warren. Yeah. Yes? Yeah, another warren. Oh. What does the rabbit who comes for the aged hazel have in his ears? Carrots. Carrots, fur, or music? Light. Light. I don't remember that. I remember that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You had me going. I can't believe you didn't know that. What did we get? Four out of five. Four out of five questions. Oh, that's a first. That's fine. Uh, anyway, we're experts. Cool, that's good stuff. Right. Wait, um, I strongly believe <laughs> that it is Edda Hire. I strongly believe that it's the Black Rabbit of Inley. It's just got to be Ella. How do we resolve this? What? Why does it have to be Ella? Because of the shining years. Because <laughs> I remember reading it and it just never even occurred to me that it might not have been Ella. But, that but was it's the like... Black Rabbit that comes for people when they die. Why would it be anything different? Because he... El, because Hazel is a particularly special rabbit and he was invited to join Ella Herrera's Ausler, mm. which must be a, a privilege only a few. But the black rabbit uh, must have an Ausler too. Also, I will admit that growing up I did think it was Ella Herrera. Yeah. But oh. now, having watched it again, I've changed my mind. Jeez. It's definitely the black rabbit. Do we ever see Ella Herrera except in the opening sequence then? I don't think so. You think it's just, just mm. the black rabbit every time? Huh. Well, hmm. anyway, I thought they they made that a very enchanting and beautiful scene, and I really appreciated it. Yeah. Um, if I had to criticise something, I'd say that the the whole thing felt a bit rushed, oh, like they could have done with another mm-hmm. ten or fifteen minutes in the film, <coughs> just to let some of the scenes breathe a bit. Mm, I, can I mean, see that. we had like wound work dying, and then. Instantly, Hazel's really old and meeting this other rabbit. So that they, they were almost no, and then there were many years of happiness and yeah. that yeah. kind of thing. They just, just like they had to cram everything into the yeah. time slot, which maybe they did. Yeah, that's quite nice in the book how they do take the. It does take its time with hmm. the aftermath. Of like that. five are settling does. down. Yeah, five yeah. I think that's yeah. one of the cutest ones. <laughs> also, Fiverr doesn't look like he was in the film. Not mine. <laughs> Nor does Bigwig. Okay. Oh, I've watched the film first. Um, so here's one thing. The rabbits in that film looked to me more like hares. Oh. I thought they didn't look like... Rabbits. 
like uh, certainly not like British rabbits. They they seemed to stand up too much. They were too long and too mm. athletic looking. I think of rabbits as being quite um, fluffy and round. When, oh, I, when I see rabbits, they're more like that. Fairly round. I also thought a lot of the movements were very similar to rabbits. Okay. From but fat like domestic rabbits. I feel like the animators maybe took more. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> they look like my rabbits. They don't look like really particularly the way wild okay. rabbits move. Your rabbits look weird. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what my rabbit I saw that one photo of it. I hadn't honestly didn't even occur to me it was a rabbit. <laughs> what? I I thought it was like a weird dog. <laughs> it had a particular snarl on its face in the photo I saw. And it just <laughs> looked so like bizarre. A weird goat animal. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what it was. I thought you were going to say like, yeah, that's my dog. He does look weird. The fact that it's a rabbit astounded me. Um, yeah, that was an odd one. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, yeah. I love the voice acting. What do people think of the voice yeah. acting? Isn't John Hurt just the jo- best? Oh I love John Hurt. Which was John Hurt? Hazel. Hazel. Yeah. I thought yeah, Richard Breyer was inspired. Which was Richard Breyer? Fiverr. Fiverr. Oh, yeah, no. He just was particularly Yeah. Oh. Who's Richard Breyer? Nice. Bryan? He was um, He was in The Good Life, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and um, he was in, oh, I don't know, Much Ado About Nothing. nothing. <laughs> he was in Ever-Decreasing Circles. He's a... a a bit of a national treasure, right? Like yeah, a, right. a good old British actor. Mm. Um, he, he's often really nice. He plays a nice man mm. in things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, very nice touch. Yeah, he oh. um, Yeah, certainly good voice acting. Um, and, yeah, something like what I imagined in the book, actually. Um, Hazel mm. talking like that, being mm. this, he was very approachable somehow. He felt like me somehow when I was reading the book and that, and also <laughs> in the film, just just felt like a character oh. that I could see myself as. And that's really important when you're reading a book or watching a film, being able to identify with a mm. character. And I I always got that with Hazel. So so you think you're Hazel? Oh, you I don't. To- identify yourself I think as maybe of... just because he was one of the main characters okay if you um, had to say you were one of the characters who would you be well that's a fun game I would like to be Hazel yeah yeah that, that's maybe more of an, an aspiration than yeah. an assertion um, I could see you as Dandelion as well Dandelion see I see you From as Dandelion as a stories. storyteller oh thanks I do love Dandelion <laughs> who are you Fernando oh I don't know Can I be a cat instead? You can be the cat. If Excellent, you want. brilliant, mm. but not not a not a violent cat. Oh, okay. just a cat that is. Big. I think you might be cowslip. Oh! <gasps> don't need to take offence at that. I cannot remember who is cowslip. He's the, the dreamy one. one, not dreamy as in like... the one who tells the poems about death. <laughs> <laughs> he just he has death. sort of slow musings that unsettle everyone a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I still cannot remember who it's called. Um, when they arrive at the Warren where there are all the traps, uh-huh. Cowslip is the first rabbit that they meet, the one that introduces them to the, the Warren. Says, oh, you must come along and visit the Warren. 
That was a very good impression. We don't have much use for. <laughs> oh wait, no the tricks. the one that they found, the one that was built by humans. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I still do not know who cows it is, <laughs> but I the, the only rabbit that talks to them talks who lives them. in that. Oh, world. and that says, "I'll leave you to yourselves." Yes. Yeah. 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 I see. Oh, cowslip. Why open <laughs> this? Because of the poems of death. <laughs> yeah. Just I don't know. The unsettling musings, perhaps. <laughs> okay, I, I see. He's reflective. Yeah. Yeah, he's thoughtful, isn't he? He is yeah. thoughtful. As a there's a rabbit that appreciates art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there was one rabbit in the film who would who would like arrange flowers in their office. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and just just think carefully about nice things. It definitely wouldn't be wouldn't work. <laughs> wouldn't be wouldn't work. Wayne, you should know that the flowers in the office are a joint effort between all of <laughs> of the people that are in the office yeah just oh, like really? that Warren is a joint effort but they've got a leader in Cowslip yeah. Um, yeah. there we are <laughs> which rabbit would you be Claire? Claire's Heisenthal really? 100%. the rebel? yeah oh cool I was thinking I'd be Blackberry cause Blackberry or Heisenthal he's like the scientist isn't he? yeah, yeah he's okay. a nerd yeah he's the clever one yeah. <laughs> basically you're saying I'm the cleverest <laughs> rabbit in the whole film no I was saying I was the nerd oh. um you want to be his Sorry, yeah, the whole point <laughs> that this exercise is going to fall apart if we call people arrogant for picking good rabbits. Um, oh, but I like, I like Laurie's idea better. I think I'd like to be Heisenfly. Yeah, I think you'd be a good Heisenfly. I reckon I could be... I could lead my Warren to freedom. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> We'd all follow. Excellent. Oh, I'll take that. Brilliant. <laughs> I really like the name Baklavar. Mm. Who was that? Oh, is it Blackavar? Blackavar. Mm. The one that got ripped to shreds because oh, he tried yeah. to escape. Oh, yeah. And then was brutally murdered before he could enjoy any freedom. Oh. <sighs> oh. That was tough. It was, it was a brutal film, wasn't mm. it? I mm-hmm. think a little more gruesome than the book. Certainly a bit more visceral. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. that's a good word. Yeah. Yeah, it's very visceral. Wait, what is the difference between gruesome and visceral? Um, it's just something in the body a bit visceral. <laughs> the spelling. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pronunciation. Yeah, subtle difference. Visceral. You can feel it in your blood. Yeah, when you watched that film, you got almost a, a physical reaction to some of the things you see on the screen. Do, like, you, do you think that is because we can actually see the mm. violence whereas when you read the book you're just imagining things and mm. at least in my case I don't think that I have a great imagination I just have like okay. I don't have a Blu-ray HD for creative <laughs> imagination my <laughs> 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 you got Very VHS. Low, resolu- low resolution. <laughs> I think the resolution partly depends on the on the author. Okay. I think a good a good writer can make you use your imagination. Mm. The author has to lead you to visualize things. And I think the author of Watership Down didn't quite probably deliberately didn't go for these gruesome images um, if you read like Stephen King uh-huh. my oh, yes, memory is that his books have 
an image that sticks with you mm-hmm. and it's an image that, that you see in your nightmares later <laughs> yep. and it's an image that you've put in your head because you've just read the books but he's created that and I think the book Watership Down did not do that but the film did I think at times it might have done because it does go into horrific detail about when the rabbits mm. are being killed in the warren when they okay. find Holly and he tells the story oh, going yeah. into the fact that they were just clawing at each other to get out and suffocating yeah. and mm-hmm. horrendous pages of it of the, of yeah, the that was pretty just, rough but they made that quite abstract in the film didn't they yeah they did do a really abstract kind of um, no that's true yeah so that's a counter example um, I don't know, I'd have to read it again, but I seem to remember them going into a lot of detail. Bit, and then about the bodies being raked up by the tractor uh, and things, and Holly having to watch the whole yes, thing. Yes, I agree, I agree with you. Yes, I yeah. think the, the book is quite violent at some points. Okay. Yeah. But <coughs> I think the film more so, that. as you say. Okay. Like when just all the, just all the death. Yeah, all the blood. blood and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That was quite. That's quite horrific. Quite shocking. Oh, at the start, do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really well done. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. Because it could just be the sunset. Yeah, what well, it looked like it was just the sunset, yeah. but it was so obvious that yeah. he was seeing yeah, the vision. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. the sunset. Yeah, okay. In fact, I think in the book, Hazel is like, he's t- he tells him it's just the sunset, and it's just his imagination. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh brilliant. I remember my sister said she was about six years old or something when she turned, and it was on the telly. Um, and it was at the bit where Big Wick's caught in the snare and the blood's pouring oh, out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> From that moment on, she just loved the film. <laughs> yeah, that's her kind of thing, yeah. isn't it? Oh, dear. Yeah, um, yeah quite something. Mm. Yeah, it didn't shy away from blood for children. No. Film. It's not a children's film. It's not a children's film. Who was it suitable for? What is the age range on this film? I think it's universal. <laughs> you think small children could get something? Would I think it's it? a PG. Yeah, I think as some children. Someone who watched it as a small child, I okay. very much enjoyed it from the beginning. PG is probably right, isn't it? I think, yeah, there are children who would. I would just have cried. really be upset by yeah. it, and I think a lot of parents might be able to choose for mm-hmm. them that they shouldn't watch it until they're mm-hmm. ten. Oh my God, twenty-four! <laughs> <laughs> I cannot watch yeah. that as a teenager and um, come out unscathed. So, does anyone think it was... Because this is what people tend to think about animated films, is that sometimes they can be a bit childish and not quite suitable for adults. Mm. Um, For example, The Girl Who Leapt Through Time, I think, not not just because it was animated, but it probably lost something as you get older. Mm. Do you think the same thing with Watership Down, or was it truly something that was suitable for adults? Oh, I think it was. It had so much complexity. Aside from just yeah. all the gore and the blood, we've got this whole society that's being oppressed by this dictator rabbit. Yeah. With mm. complex, very complex systems of how they organise yeah. it and oppress people and mm. rape Scarf. and slavery and murder. Yeah. And... I was trying yeah. to work out what it was a comment on, whether it was a comment on capitalism or... Like... Communism or something like that. Yeah. If it was some political commentary. I think people have read a lot of political commentary into it, and Richard Adams was like, it's not an allegory for anything, it's just about rap. <laughs> Bollocks. Yeah. Bollocks Shut up, Richard. Just about rap. <laughs> what do you know about it, Richard Adams? Um, 
I don't know if he actually said that. Maybe make that up. But I have a feeling so he did. So I saw a thing. I said he was. He didn't ask me anything on Reddit. Did he? I think he has died since then. Yeah, that was um, a sad day. So this was only a couple of years ago, though. So he was. He must have been very. It was in that year. Must have been very late. Celebrities. Oh, 2014. 2016. 2016, I think. Yeah. Right, they're effectively, yeah. <laughs> Do you not remember? I remember I, uh, <laughs> you. I'm at an age now. <laughs> they all blur into one. I'll be back in Cool. But people asked him what his favourite, what, what some of his influences were, what, what some of his favourite books were. Uh-huh. And he picked one, which was the Aeneid, Virgil's Aeneid. Uh-huh. Um... And I was like, shit, yeah, I was onto something. Because when I read Watership Down to Start With, I thought, <coughs> this is the Aeneid. It matches up so perfectly in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know, the Aeneid. Have you read the Aeneid? No, I mean, uh, you've, you've, you've mentioned this, and I think yeah. that you come and go with that. Uh, the Aeneid goes from first battle and then into some peace, whereas this one goes from peace to battle or something. Um, I think no, it goes in, the other way around. I think. In, in fact, the Aeneid has the same order oh, the as same Watership order. Down. Okay. Oh, it is the reverse of Homer's Iliad and Odyssey. Oh, okay. But this ver- very closely matches the Aeneid, which is the story of Aeneas fleeing from Troy, which was his mm-hmm. home, which was being destroyed, uh-huh. and he managed to get away. And he the the first half of it uh-huh. is the hero uh, traveling around, getting into loads of weird adventures, getting swept away mm. in different places. He stays with Dido in Carthage for a couple of a couple of books, where where it seems somewhere that he could settle down, but then it turns out he can't stay there, and he leaves. And eventually, he arrives at this promised land, which is to become Rome. And then the second half of the book, he is in pitched battle with the um, the society he finds there, the Etruscans, led by Turnus, General Woundwort. Um, and it just matched up so perfectly, this first half of travelling, getting into adventures, second half, settling down and fighting the natives. Um, just just so perfectly matched that. And when Robert... Sorry, what's his name? Richard Adams. Richard Adams said this thing on Reddit saying that this is the Aeneid. I was like, yeah, fuck you, <laughs> definitely. You, you absolutely just took this straight out of the Aeneid. Oh, no. um, in a brilliant way, I'm all for it. I thought that was a, a wonderful um, a wonderful way of recreating a story in a totally unique, unexpected way. Um, but, uh, yeah, bollocks, is it just a story about rabbits? Were <laughs> you going to say something, Pat? I was just going to mention that you're a big fan of retelling stories. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with animals. animals. <laughs> no, I'd never do a thing like that. Um, you read my What's book. What's your book didn't based you? on? Oh, do you not know? No. <gasps> oh, my God. Um, my book, it's about um, the the Glencoe Massacre and the first Jacobite rebellion. Really? Yeah, yeah. You, you read it twice, right? Yeah. Oh, you'll probably remember it enough then. Yeah, just look up... Well, maybe you know about the Glencoe massacre. Not really. It's Not it is really. just exactly what happened in the book I gave you, but replaced the elephants with Scottish people. Hmm. <laughs> cool. It's like precisely the same, down to the the number of years oh. and stuff. Um, okay. And partly you that, again. Par- as you could obviously tell, that that book was inspired by Watership Down, hmm. um, and I I. 
particularly liked the way that Watership Down was sort of a retelling of the Aeneid, and I happened to have read about the Glencoe Massacre and thought, wow, this is a really striking story. I love this, and it mm. just occurred to me you could you could retell this with animals, just like oh, the idea of Watership Down. Oh. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I thought I'd told you that. No, I don't remember that. Well, that you spotted it. Nope. Uh, okay, interesting. <laughs> Brilliant. So that's about staying in the podcast. Yeah, that's a spoiler probably. for all the listeners. A spoiler for all the people who are going to read my novel <laughs> and listen to the <laughs> podcast. Plug your novel. How can people get hold of it? <laughs> I think that maybe I'll I'll include a link with the in the show notes or. <laughs> It's called Olar's so, Tribe. Olar's Tribe, so all the Canadian listeners can sit. Well, Wilf's already read it, and he's the only <laughs> one who's actually listening to this. Hi, Wilf. Oh, hi, Wilf. I've said that in a while. Yeah. Hi, Wilf. I've forgotten. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was something I wanted to get off my chest because I felt that I was uh, vindicated when I read that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just a story about rabbits, but however, I'm sure we could find applications of this to other places in life. Um, I found wound words again, particularly in the book, and I didn't quite have time to go into it in mm. the film. We had this scene in the book, didn't we, of wound words with his mother being killed? Yeah, mm. that was just gave us so much about his character, and it, it was only a couple of pages, I mm. think, where he he's maybe having a dream or just thinking back to when he was a. a I think tiny it might be the narrator. Oh, giving okay. us background information. I'm not sure though. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um and how this just twists his character and how this is what leads to him being so cruel. Um and it really makes him more three dimensional, makes him more of a character that we can believe in. Yeah. Uh, whereas again, because they had to cut down down so much of the film, he was just evil. Um he was good, but <laughs> Like they, they did a good job of evil, but mm. it, yeah, I liked that. Mm, that is a powerful backstory. Actually, mm. I think what's it? His they're attacked by predators, and he's the only one of the kittens who can keep up with his mother, who's just abandoned the rest of her children to yeah, run from them. Okay, well, and then really the mother upsetting. gets killed by the predator. And then, uh, yeah, the mother gets killed by something as well. And he's just left alone, like yeah. weeping in a field. Um, and for. For all that we see later, he never abandons his his warren, and mm. he makes it thrive. It's a huge warren with loads of stuff, and he he I think thinks he's doing the right thing by mm. his mm-hmm. people. Um, yeah, in the book, it does go into more detail about his obsessive paranoia about being yeah. found by humans, and that's why yeah. he, dry, he keeps all the rabbits yeah. underground, and they can only come out mm. in stages for brief periods of time yeah yeah it's not just a like weird malicious no, control no, thing yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff. It's, yeah and I think there's there's got to be some kind of truth there that surely all dictators around the world are not just twisted evil people they've got some drive some mm. motivation to do the things that they do even if they do terrible things they think they're doing something that's right and they're somehow doing something that's important and just just getting it wrong along the way mm. it, despite their best intentions yeah and but yeah, the system we, does we start to break that. down as we see 
Because doesn't Heisenstein mention even in the film that the doors are reabsorbing their yeah. litter? Yeah. Take my Due to immense stress. Um, which rabbits really do, right? Yeah. 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 Well, who was that politician that said that it's impossible for women to be raped? Because if a rabbit, female rabbit is raped, then it doesn't. But you, oh. the, the embryo doesn't form or whatever. What? Yeah, he said that. I think like, he if, said that you, you can't get a, pregnant you can't unless get pregnant. you want to. Yeah. Um, and he was worryingly high up in, I think, the Republican Party in the US or something. I can't, I can't remember who it was, but I just remember it just being absurd that, like, rabbits have a biological function that allows the female to reabsorb, <laughs> yeah. f- like, embryos when the warring can't support it. Therefore, <laughs> women can't give birth if they're raped. Such a huge leap. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might have been someone losing it a bit as they get a bit too old. Oh, sort of maybe not. Crazy old man shouts at well, or something. this is why you shouldn't be in power. Yeah, if you're mad great. enough to think that. Um, yeah. Should be like a sanity. Yeah. <laughs> like your, uh, your proposed check on voting. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should be a, a knowledge exam before you're allowed to vote. Go into the, the booth. And not like. I don't know. It seems a bit. Not like. <laughs> difficult. That's going to exclude a lot of people. It's going to exclude a lot of stupid people. Mostly <laughs> the poor, come on. I would just be like, oh, which party is Theresa May the leader of? Like, mm. are you aware enough? Like, if of you what don't know that, for? you've got no mm. business to be it's voting here. Like, obviously, it's exp- uh, like not a reasonable way to run your country. But. In a perfect world, everyone would know the answers to these questions, so mm. it'd be fine. I would even have, like, write your name at the top of the paper and write the word bacon at the bottom, then put a cross next to the candidate you want to vote for and put it in the box. I bet that, that would weed out so many people who can't follow basic instructions. <laughs> um. We're not measuring their patience, though. <laughs> or their ability to follow instruction. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, just... I want to judge their like, ability to make an important decision. Yeah, not okay. their ability to follow instructions. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm looking for sort of like basic understanding of the world around them. Yeah, maybe have the question like, <laughs> are, are people the same as rabbits? Can can people reabsorb their children <laughs> once they're pregnant? Yes or no? And if you put no, they just get rid of that vote. Just a, a few simple things just to tell if someone is vaguely in touch with the world around them. What about flat earthers, though? Yeah, it's the world round. <laughs> if you put no, the vote's gone. Uh, no, probably we should just have a system where everyone gets to vote. <laughs> but then look what happened. Bloody well, Brexit. exactly, right? Yeah. Oh. oh, no, now we're back on that. <laughs> Wait, but today I think that it was announced that the leader of the opposition is now in favour of the second referendum. Whoa! Seriously? That's huge. Yes. Yeah. When was that? A I few, checked the news mi- like a few minutes two, ago. A few minutes ago. Okay, by a few minutes, I probably mean an hour ago. Are you taking the piss? Can that's you bring amazing. this up? Because uh, that's enormous. That could like. I was reading this from the New York Times. That won't do uh, anything. Sorry to crush your excitement. It won't do anything. I could do. 
Labour Party leader under pressure backs a new Brexit referendum. (gasps) Britain's opposition Labour Party said on Monday that it was prepared to support a second referendum. Mm. Holy shit. Well, if the thing, like, if the whole Labour Party backs that, they're probably, they probably will. They they reckon most of the grassroots want it and most of the MPs want it. It's mostly just been the leader that's blocking it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. There's a few pro-Brexit Labour people. Yeah, but... Pro Brexit doesn't necessarily mean they won't want another referendum. I guess. And I don't know. We shall see. There's a ton of Tories who want one as well. That that could yeah. really change the what happens in Parliament now. Because SNP will absolutely vote for a referendum. Yeah. So will all of the new independent MDs. groups, all the Lib Dems. Um, we should now think a lot of Labour supporters. Mm-hmm. Um, That's huge. Yeah, I see what you mean. That's not like immediately all our problems are solved overnight. <coughs> but uh, cool. Oh, what else has happened? <laughs> <laughs> Have they solved P equals NP? <laughs> Maybe. I think so. Yes. Oh really? <laughs> God, start reading the New York Times. Wait, I think the question is: Have they solved the Riemann hypothesis? Have they solved the Riemann hypothesis? <laughs> Oh man, this is great! Right, um, well, oh rabbits to your daily news podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there is a daily we'll news. say some news the and day. then go. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Fernando. Uh, they do have a podcast, and it's called the Daily, and you can watch it. It's only thirty. Oh, minutes okay, long. I mean we are probably a more reputable source than them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. We are very knowledgeable. Have you heard about the second referendum? You heard here, here first. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> By the time this goes out, <laughs> you're we'll left the EU. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real frozen moment in time we're we're recording here. Note the excitement that Michael and I have uh, experienced, and Laura's scepticism. Mm. See which one comes to fruition. <laughs> Possibly both. <laughs> something exciting will happen that won't result in a new referendum. <laughs> uh, no, I reckon it'll just run out of time and everyone will be like, oh, okay. well, we're not in the oh, yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> By then we'll be scavenging. I'm sure I left my EU membership card somewhere. <laughs> Probably with my library card. What did everyone think of the animation? Well, good. Huh. Yeah, I like the animation. Um, reminded me, obviously, of the Plague Dogs. Yes. Oh, yeah, we should. Have we all seen the Plague Dogs? Let's not talk about the Plague Dogs. Let's talk about it for a second. Have you seen the Plague Dogs, Claire? I watched yeah, it. Yeah, we watched it. Oh, yeah, the three of us watched it together. Oh, and Fernando watched it later, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so we have actually all seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so horrible. Don't ever watch comparable, it. Comparable, <laughs> right? Very comparable. I found the play dogs way more upsetting than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, yeah, Watership Down, I found more beautiful and more touching. Yeah. But the plague dogs was more just grim and so unfair so much injustice just human cruelty towards these poor dogs yeah whereas this was rabbits tearing each other apart yes 
plenty of human injustice coming in this near the start but uh yeah it wasn't wasn't quite as horrifying Mm. um but as films very very similar Mm. um same studio and director possibly was it i'm not sure i need to so it was the same author of the book right yeah yeah okay um uh, yeah, I wouldn't be at all surprised if it was the same studio and director because it was so much the same style mm. and it was mm-hmm. obviously a British thing and it was... Yeah. John Hurt again. Oh, it was John Hurt again. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Playgirl. Yeah. As the little dog? Yeah, I think yeah, so, yeah. okay, that sounds mm-hmm. right. Um, oh. Yeah, I kind of want to watch it again. That was even shorter, wasn't it? That was like yeah, an I think hour was and ten shorter. minutes mm-hmm. or something. It felt longer. Oh, it mm. did feel eternal. <laughs> did you like it, Fernando? I didn't like it. Yes, you did. But I, uh, I liked I liked Watership Down better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Also because of the colours. What were your opinions on how old it was? I thought it was okay old. Oh wow! <laughs> hmm. Yes, I enjoyed the animation. Great. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I liked the the fantastical stuff as well. Yeah. As we say, the rivers of blood and the the bit at the start with um. Mm. The, yeah, these Origin these stories story. of Elora and the sun changing the sky and that kind of thing. Mm. They did, did a good job with, and yeah, just beautiful scenes of the English countryside. Um, that I thought was, was Scotland. <laughs> oh, sorry. Do, do, do you remember what I told you? I remember. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember now. I see. Well, we were, I think, in the Wednesday meeting, and I told you I've just watched the film. Here it is. It was nicely said in Scotland. <laughs> I was like, that's the lake dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the plague dogs. I thought we were talking about Watership Down. Mm. Um, Although, actually, I think everything I said was applicable to both. Oh, no, no, all the fantastical stuff with the fields of blood mm. and the mm-hmm. um, the sun god in the sky and stuff. I thought that was particularly good in, in Watership Down, and yeah. we did not get that in the plague mm. dogs, though it was beautifully animated. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, I thought they managed to get incredible expressions on the rabbits' faces. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Including some <laughs> shocking ones with all the blood and stuff. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, but also what lovely watercolours. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did they have watercolours? I think a lot of it was, a lot of the backgrounds were watercolours. Uh, what would you know about watercolour pictures of rabbits? <laughs> Oh wow, that's because they did like some some backgrounds, especially mm. the purple, mm. the hues. Mm. Can I tell you one of the things I don't like about <gasps> either the book or the film? Yeah. Okay. Um, I representation of gender, I suppose. That's how we yeah. put it. This, yes, there was nearly two <laughs> female characters. <laughs> Exactly. That's that's pretty much what I have to say about it. Also, in the book, especially, they just need does to breed with. Mm. They're just like, we need some sex mates. Let's go and get some. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't put me off too much. As I said, it's still my favourite book. Um, And Heisenfeuer, I think we said, was a a wonderful character. She is. She's a great character. Um, Oh, you have to say that now. Not so much. And Clover. (laughs) Boxwood and Clover, I can take her. They weren't exactly fantastic (laughs) characters. (laughs) Um. Uh, That being said, they've got their merits in the book. They try really hard to integrate with the wild rabbits. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, okay. And they're really proud of themselves for digging their own burrows and things like that. So they're quite sweet. Yeah. Um, but, not as so much uh, in the film. They don't give a shit about them in the film. <laughs> oh well, they don't actually. Oh, they don't escape. To, well, yeah, they don't even go back for them, do they? <laughs> just that was just never explained or just never come back to. It's just well, those, those rabbits just either got shot or got put back in the hut forever. Uh, yeah, that was a shame. Um, yeah. Mm. Is is that a product of how old it is? I think so. Yeah, that's probably just a Richard Adams didn't just really care about to women. Do yeah, stories about one good female dudes. character was enough. Yeah. Um, it's about extravagant. Probably movie. that was an accident anyway, right? A doubt mm. he thought, oh, I need a really good female character in this. He just thought, oh. He did specifically not include of... any female characters in the first group in the book. Mm. Um, he wanted it deliberate? to be an all male band of heroes, oh. of explorers and adventurers, specifically. Okay. Yeah. Well, women would be weaker than slow and <laughs> Yep. Well, it'd I be think a he knee if a... they were all male. <laughs> <laughs> Probably it. He wanted this kind of like. Also, they weren't rabbits though, so. <laughs> he goes to love Dido, strong female character. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Um, what, you were in the middle of saying something? Um, I don't know. I think he just wanted like a brotherhood type thing where they all bond, okay. male bonding again. But... It's like, like jaws. jaws all over again. <laughs> Bloody jaws all over again. I do quite like it myself, though, but that's just sexism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like sort of scenes of a Sometimes. bunch of guys all... Some... Well, in Jaws and in this. <laughs> okay. In films you and already like. In films I already like. But, again, if they'd had a woman, I think I would have been equally happy. Same thing in The Lord of the Rings? Oh, in The Lord of the Rings, yeah. The whole fellowship. Whole going fellowship. Up to, well, in fact, pretty yeah. much the whole... All three films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think just from childhood that's been inculcated in me as something to enjoy where you've got okay. this all-male camaraderie and brotherhood. Yeah. It's probably the same thing that Richard Allen has. That on its own is, is, is maybe no, not I such a bad thing to sexist. enjoy. Mm, I don't know, I think that's a patriarchy. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, but, but if there were women they'd just be bitching at each other. Exactly. They'd cat fights all over um, the place. Particularly if there were cats. <laughs> was yeah. the cat female? Yes. There so. we go. Oh, it's all fine. Then. There we go. <laughs> uh, there's the little girl who doesn't really have any, any idea what's going on. True. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, who was your favourite character? Hazel. Oh, Fiverr. Cool. Mm. Bigwig. Uh, cool. Love Bigwig. I think it was and Hazel. Fiverr. Hazel. I feel like Bigwig was lacking in the film a little bit. Really? Yeah. Well, he did a good job with him. So my impression of him from the book was that he was a bit more pompous. Mm. He felt very yeah. much like the hero in the film. Yeah. And I feel like that's a, a position he grew into in the book. Yeah. Um, rather than just being one of the buddies from the start. No, I feel okay. like him and Hazel butted heads quite a lot at the beginning. But then they grew to have this respect, and yeah, Bigwig grew as a character. I see. I, I don't think there was enough of that in the film. Mm. Yeah, they maybe could have done that a bit better. Uh, again, so many things they just didn't have time to mm. to get these details mm. in, or didn't use, didn't take the time to put these details in. They should have just made it a three-hour-long epic. Oh, Should have made it a trilogy. That would three be three three-hour films <laughs> <laughs> with Legolas in it. <laughs> 
It's an old Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the wrinkles and guts. Yes. Um, no, yeah, I think an epic would have really worked for this because mm. it was it was an epic book. Mm. And yeah, I I think we could really, really have got into yeah. They could have just just put more scenes into it mm. and had a couple of the scenes just breathe a bit more. That's why I was just so excited about the BBC adaptation, and my letdown was brought a tear to my eye. Really, <laughs> it was terrible. Oh. How, did you watch the whole thing? No, I only watched the first episode and I couldn't bear to watch anymore. Oh. oh I thought it was a film. No, it's a like mini series. Mini series got like six episodes or something. Yeah. Okay. Each hour long. Oh, is it from the BBC then? Yeah. This might well, they reached Watership Down in the first episode, uh-huh. so I have no Oh, sorry, go on for No, no, please continue. No, no, no. I was just going to point out that maybe that's the reason why it's not available in Netflix UK, whereas it is available in Netflix oh, in Mexico. Maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I could believe that. Yeah, it's just... I could get over the animation being really crap. And it is really crap <laughs> animation. It looks like PS2 games. Shitty CGI oh, games. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. PS2 games. But they've really taken things about... the Maybe the most prominent things about the characters and just made their character all about that. Yeah. So Bigwig yeah. is just really, really aggressive and angry from the beginning. Okay. Aggro Bigwig. Yeah. <sighs> oh wow. Yeah, no, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So what we that. need is someone with real love and care and attention to go back and just add yeah. scenes to the original film, right? I think so. Do you want me to do it? Yes. Yeah. I'll just call on the men. Yeah, yeah, do that. Uh, we'll have to call Richard Bryars. <laughs> it's been 40 years. I'm sure he's got <laughs> roughly the same voice. That's all right. I'll just he's piece it together. Yeah, from his existing. Using sound bites from the good life. <laughs> <laughs> that would work, yeah. Cut out him saying Barbara at the end of every sentence. Yeah. I'll just change some of the characters' names <laughs> to Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> and have him speak in Shakespearean English sometimes. <laughs> yes, just occasionally him from Much Ado About Nothing. <laughs> I don't think this would work very well. No, it's... I'd love to see it. Let's see their results. Okay. Yeah. I'll make them to work tomorrow. Yeah. It'd take longer than that to watch, (laughs) let alone to make. Mm. Mm. Okay. I I liked this film. Great. I liked it. I need to say that. Just quick sweep round again, just out of interest. What was your most striking scene for you? Uh, I think it was definitely the one where Fiverr is imagining the field covered in blood. Mm. Mm hmm. That is pretty striking. That's true. I think when Woundwort is jump is leaping in the air to tackle the dog, mm-hmm. is one of mine. Okay. Yeah. The gut feeling, the scene that just leaves me with such an emotional response is when we see Black Avar. Oh like, yeah. When, so the first time Bigwig sort of sees who he is, mm. and he has to explain why he's there mm. like I just find that so heartbreaking like it just still leaves mm. me with a wrench in my mm. stomach like, it's horrible probably one of the bits with the black rabbit for me mm. uh, yeah probably Hazel leaving with him at the end and then bounding through the sky together oh. that was lovely easily the bit that got to me the most in the books mm. 
Um, I had just such a feeling of my my whole body felt tingly and fuzzy all the way over as I was reading that. It's, it's like one and a half pages, um, that epilogue. Mm. Um, and I just loved it so much. And it, it made the so book for beautiful. me. Absolutely made the book. Um, and yeah, I just loved it in the film. That and uh, Fiverr following following it in the oh, yeah. in the middle <gasps> the Art Garfunkel singing <laughs> yeah. is it a kind of shadow reaching into the night wandering over the hills unseen or is it song was written by Mike Batt, it said in the credits, who Remember wrote the Wombles the theme. Really? Yeah, I think he wrote oh, wow. all the Wombles. <coughs> um, so that was a bit weird. Thank you very much for picking it. Yeah, Because that's, that's always been an important one to me, even though I've never seen it. <laughs> I've sort of always had that in my head as, I'll watch that sometime. I was very excited when you told me you'd read it. <laughs> yeah. I could pick it! Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> I think you read the copy that Laura gave me, right? Yeah, yeah. I read it in Luxembourg. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not the whole thing. Most of it. Really? Yeah. Why do you think I can't remember any of it? <laughs> 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 right. Should we sing the closing song? Yeah, I think we should. Why not? Which one of us is going to do the joke where we go over it? <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> we could all try doing it at the same oh, time. True. Okay. Uh, what's the snood song then what's the snood song let me find one quick hold on hold on Cad Heat by Shall We Okay yeah do it alright is this one we can sing along to oh yeah Arriva! <laughs> Good day, mate. Spooky is for real. Oh, you know the words. I saw this guy live. Dry key. Jamiroquai, Jamiroquai, Jamiroquai. Okay. One, two, three. 
Oh yeah, you have to choose it. <laughs> oh, I reach all the way through, do I? <laughs> well, it's got to be Laura that picks. No, no, there you go ahead. It's okay. It's Claire. Whoa! <laughs> Shocking. Wait, what film are you going to pick? I've remembered it since I looked it up 30 seconds ago. It is The Woman Chaser from 1999. Oh, wait, the, the Woman right. Chaser. Right, mm-hmm. All right. The Woman Chaser. Hmm. 